Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot COINTELPRO, the number two. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO. The number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown LA. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practiced for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. And mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines, and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happened to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify 
of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstevenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that you know a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you and since the commercialization of the military industrial complex these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles so visit the website check out the resource that's COINTELPRO the number two ZERO.com hey guys real quick you know um because you know it's important to learn all facets of this fucking program this it's an experience man you know what I'm saying you get handed off to different people they use every bit of you but like something I've noticed is that you know after intel agencies were kind of done putting me through that enhanced torture session, you know, you get handed off to a lot of people. And, you know, recently I've been getting shot with this radiation shit, which I already illustrated that stuff that Glenn Scott Crawford pretty much engineered. And how I've showed you guys that there'd be no way, considering Section 702 and how policy is for tracking your purchases... And how readily available this stuff is, especially in San Diego County and in uh, the areas around it. Um, Post all the crazy shit that happened during the Trump administration, which was a huge distraction. So people wouldn't be focusing on all the crazy shit happening in San Diego. That's what I seriously believe, considering how important San Diego is to the U.S. military as a whole. Um, What's now kind of happening is now the cartel has all these things, right? There's no way the feds wouldn't know they had them. Um, 
because of just how they track everything. I mean, they fucking Glenn Scott Crawford, like that guy, guy didn't even have a working version of this shit, and they fucking scooped him up. But these, this shit is everywhere, and people aren't going all the way down to Mexico to done. And there's all sorts of fucking people who have these things everywhere. So it's impossible for the intelligence agencies not to know this shit is just everywhere down here. So and and the feds. And like I said, I was in the Department of Homeland Security in downtown San Diego and they shot the shit at me in the hallway. But uh, so there's no way that the feds don't know that organized crime has these things. I'm positive they were given these things or shown how to make these things by the intelligence community because they were necessary evil. I'm sorry, they were necessary to have plausible deniability when they were flushing a bunch of people out of San Diego. I just want to give you some backstory. But now what they're trying to do is tell me, okay, they won't shoot this at me as long as I pay them, you know, X amount per payday. I'm not going to fucking pay them because, you know, obviously, you know, even though I fucking sucks, I hate it. I hate it. I'm not going to fucking pay these motherfuckers. Um, There was a time when I had no idea what was going on and I thought I had to pay the cartel for protection because even the U.S. government wasn't helping me. That didn't get me anywhere. That was quite a few years ago. But now I understand the cartel now is telling me, yeah, we have these things too. And we're shooting them at you. And we're not going to stop until you pay us, you know, per month or whatever. Fantastic. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're, if you're going through this shit, you're going to be handed off. You're going to first get put through the meat grinder by the U.S. government. And then they're going to kind of turn their backs on you. And they're not going to help you. They're not going to, if you try to file police reports, they're going to try to fucking waste your time, try to get you to declare 5150, whatever. Uh, that's how the U.S. government turns it back on you. Like I said, this is what happens. You know, the three things that we know of what happens when you become an enemy to the government. How they deal with problems now is they exile you like Snowden. They fucking jail you for with no charges like Assange on house arrest for seven years and now in prison for like, what, three years? Free Assange, by the way. Bring home Snowden, too. But now I'm getting to the point where now just the thugs have these things now and it's in their financial interest to keep smearing me um, because it allows them to, because if they try to, um, if they keep saying something over and over and over about me and when people ask, Hey, why is he freaking out? And then, you know what I'm saying? People just be like, Oh, well he's a bad man. So it's okay. So they're trying to put that position because now it's financially in the cartels. Like I said, they're used as a as a vessel for the intelligence agencies that will, did all this crazy shit down here earlier, down here in San Diego. But now these guys, they have these weapons and there's people left over that didn't leave or didn't whatever, you know, here in San Diego area. And now they just shoot them at them and then they say, okay, well, we won't shoot you if you pay us money every month. Because now they're like, well, we got to make money with these things. You know, the, the mission's over. We're no longer needed by the intelligence services for this. So how are we going to make money with these things? Oh, well, the people who do know what's going on and we know the cops aren't going to help them, we'll just say you have to pay us a certain amount of money every month uh, to not get shot. That's what's going on now. And most likely it's going on with you. I'm choosing to say, fuck you. And you know what I'm saying? If you want some money, go get a job at fucking Walmart. Um, but no, I don't fucking negotiate with terrorists. But understand that most likely 
after this thing has run its course, the U.S. government and even local law enforcement will be told hands off of you. Um, these guys will probably be like, well, we won't shoot you if you pay us. Well, I don't know, dog. I mean, I, this is, this is what I say to you if you're ever put in this position and it's important that I log this because it's important now to understand like this radiation stuff, bro, it fucking sucks so hard. Last night I didn't sleep. I, they kept me up till four 30 in the morning shooting this shit at me. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't wake up and do the news. Fucking sucked. I really enjoy doing the news in the morning. I do. I It lets me know what the fuck is going on and I can keep my pulse on things. Uh, my whole day is fucked if I don't do it. Anyways. Um, they kept me up to like 4.35 in the morning. It was gnarly. And then, but, you know, over the past couple months, they've been in town letting me know, oh, well, this, you know, saying the sun will stop shining. They like to use sunshine as, because, you know, the sun's, Sun has radiation in space and stuff like that. They use it as a metaphor. And the sun will stop shining, you know what I'm saying, is uh, as soon as I get a fat envelope, fat envelope meaning, you know, protection money or whatever. But, and they say shit like that to me in town or whatever. I'm just not going to pay these guys. Um, I just don't negotiate with terrorists, I guess. You know, fuck that shit. You know, if I was causing problems for them, right, if I was like narking on like a spot they were hustling dope out of or do you know what I'm saying like fucking with their money somehow I can see how maybe that would garner me that kind of attention but now from from but now they're just using this as a money like people who know what's going on people that are left over now it's like okay we'll pay us and we won't shoot you with this shit uh but all that crazy shit is over with in San Diego and stuff like that so it's crazy how they're trying to make money with this shit now. It's like, okay, well, pay us now and we won't do it. Well, that that I'll be paying them for the rest of my life. And I don't even fuck with their money. Um, uh, somebody kind of bent my ear recently and said that the cartel after COVID, because apparently COVID actually hurt organized crimes business quite a bit uh, because of no parties, no, no drugs, you know what I'm saying? No clubs were open, whatever. That um, they're finding every which way to make money. I mean, especially like, you know, how they recently, the cartels like basically stole of the avocado fields in Mexico. You know, those commercials for avocados from Mexico, they're all owned by the cartel. Now <laughs> they're diversifying because you know what I'm saying? COVID was hitting them hard. So they started seizing the shit that they know people were buying. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, so they're telling me I got to pay them. I'm not going to pay them. Fuck them. I'm not fucking with their money. I'm not blowing up their spot. I'm not narking, you know what I'm saying? I'm not narking out a fucking dope house. Uh, I just want them to go away. And uh, they're just having a hard time with that. But I recommend you go about it, this, with your own discretion. I just, I've grown up in San Diego. I've grown up around, um, because San Diego is right on the border. We got the cartel everywhere. I've been here my whole life and I've never had a problem with cartel because i know better i know you know what i'm saying if i see something if i see him selling dope or whatever i'm not getting involved and i have never in my whole life you know considering how much of a opinionated asshole you would think somebody like me would garner that attention but i know you know don't fuck with their dough and i don't all i do is 
record them, record their license plate, get their VIN number of the car that they're shooting that shit at me because like, stop, stop. There's no reason to do it. But right now they're telling me I got to pay them. Me personally, just because I'm not fucking with them and I know basically in the cartel, it's not like there's no rules. Like they don't like to get a bunch of attention. They don't start problems unless you're a pain in their ass. And I know I'm not a pain in their ass. So that's why I'm not going to pay them. Before I didn't know what was going on. I thought I needed their protection. But I was paying these guys 20% of everything I made every day. I would literally go to a taco shop and put 20% of my money. Uh, I got paid daily at this one job at the time. And I put it in the tipped cup at a Mexican food restaurant that I, you know what I'm saying, was obviously a front company, uh, a front. Nothing happened. They didn't, they didn't I, I paid them for like three months and shit was not getting better. I thought, oh, well, maybe I need, I need to like pay a little more, pay a little more. Because I didn't know what was happening, but I let the, the owner know and the manager know. I was like, bro, I need protection from this radiation shit. He's like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll see how many times we see you around here. And I was like, fuck. Because the I thought the U.S. government was doing it, but apparently the cartel's also doing it, and they have this shit too. But I'm not gonna pay them because fuck them. I'm not fucking with their business. I suggest you do that at your own discretion. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't think I'm a hard ass, but I know enough to know that they don't supposed they aren't supposed to fuck with you unless you're fucking with their business. And so go about it that way. Here's the thing is there's a lot of these guys, they do meth. A fuck ton of people in the cartel do meth because they get it at wholesale and they, and they deal it. So a lot of them smoke meth. And I don't know if you know about some of the side effects of meth, but it's delusions of grandeur. That's a literal side effect. The literal side effect is thinking you're the shit. A delusion of grandeur. That's a real side effect from the drug of smoking meth. Um, also, smoking meth, the reason why you see news stories about moms willing to sell their baby for like a thousand dollars that's a real thing google that that'll that's a horror show story after story of woman sells her baby for crack it's incredible for like a thousand dollars you should see some of the low low prices these kids are going for these days but the reason why it has it, it, it's such such a powerful drug that it will hijack your brains it's called the risk reward center of the brain and uh, it hijacks your brain's ability to make sound decisions. So you have delusions of grandeur. You think you're the shit. And you don't know what's a good idea. On top of feeling all fucking hyped. And that, you know, you can kick anyone's ass. You know, delusions of grandeur. But also, you know, the hype and whatever. Um, so a lot of these cartel dudes, they smoke that shit. And some of these motherfuckers, they just like, I got these fucking ray guns. And you know what I'm saying? You're going to fucking pay. Like, they're just losing their fucking minds. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of dudes on that shit around here, especially in San Diego County and around it. And they have access to these things that they were given because they were necessary because the U.S. intelligence services needed to have hands off. And you're sitting here like, are you sure it's the intelligence services? Look, man. If they were going to arrest Glenn Scott Crawford in 2007 for having just the parts, just the parts, a non-working model, there's no fucking way. First off, there's no fucking way the feds don't know this shit is everywhere, right? It's just invisible and silent. You just can't see it. So 
you know, do what you want with that information. But um, there's no way that they're not allowing it to happen because of this special situation down here. But I choose not to pay them, not because I think I'm the shit, but because I'm not fucking with their money. And they're just trying to get money. And that's all. They just care about getting paid. Um, it is what it is. But, like, that's my choice been given to me. I suggest you go about it your own way. But you have to understand, especially all these smears that the, the cartel is passing around. They're doing it, um, what's it called? In text groups, they will come to my job and try to talk up the people at my job and be like, did you know this? Like, I'm not worried about it because I have all the facts. But at the same time, it's weird having knowing you have people at your work that all of a sudden start treating you different. And, and you know that you can't approach them until they're ready to have they're they're ready to hear all the information about something. It's just something I've learned through trial and error. You can't tell people what's going on. They have to actually want to have all the information. They have to, if you care, if, if you actually care, then you care about getting it right. Otherwise you just found out that, you know, you can write off a toxic person. A smear is a smear. What sucks about smears is these people are saying a smear and then I'm saying, uh, no, here's basic fucking math on this. You know what I'm saying? I went my due, I did my due diligence. And, um, you know, it's like people saying like the earth is flat and you're like, yeah, well, why is the moon round? Why are all the planets round? Why are there satellites? You fucking moron. Like there are other things outside of saying something that can prove something is not happening. Um, so, you know, to give you an illustration, it's kind of like, Someone's coming up to me and saying, the earth is flat, so I'm going to shoot you with this shit. And it's like, well, no, because the moon is round and the rest of the planets and we have satellites, you fucking moron. There are other things that can prove what is actually happening here. Um, and they don't, since they don't like that answer, they just shoot me with that shit. It's one thing to get in an argument with one person, right? But it's another thing to prove your point and since the person doesn't like that point they shoot you with a fucking gun in the foot you're just like what the fuck right just, you can't argue with somebody like that okay fine you win the argument you know what i'm saying <laughs> by by brute force even though that's not reality that's essentially you know saying how they're trying to find it useful to shoot me with this shit and smear me because they keep telling me to pay to pay and i'm like fuck you no i'm not fucking with your money you have no reason like i said as things are cooling down Essentially, that's what's going on. Things are cooling down. But, um, I'm not going to pay. Not because I'm a badass, but because I know I'll be paying forever. And they just want money. And all that crazy shit that happened down in San Diego is kind of like, it, everything is settling down here. Do you know what I'm saying? Things are settling. Even though there are many parts of San Diego County that are like a fucking ghost town, just like San Francisco is. But things are settling. But now, these meth heads who were enabled by the intelligence community are broke or they have these things and they're like we're going to shoot you with these unless you pay us and how great of an recurring revenue stream is that right pay me every month so i don't fucking shoot you with this shit you don't have to do anything they can just work from home they can do this from home 
And then when someone doesn't pay, they just show up to their house and shoot, shoot, shoot them through the walls while they sleep to remind them, Hey, you forgot to fucking pay me. Tell me that you, if you don't pay one of those motherfuckers once, you'll be paying them forever. Here's the downside though, is, will I have to get to the point where I have to buy a gun and plates and wear that shit under like my fucking work clothes. And then if these motherfuckers don't understand, am I got to shoot someone? Because I mean, even with California's strict gun laws, if someone uses lethal force on you, you're allowed to return with lethal force. And thank God, fucking x-ray machine, uh, a, a hot rotted x-ray gun, I guess you would call it, is very much lethal force. Even with California's strict gun laws, I could shoot this dude in the face, whoever shooting that, and then go to sleep in my own bed that night. But what will the next day be like? Do you know what I'm saying? So there's always that. I don't know, man. This is a crazy situation, dude. But it is kind of, but it is kind of, you know, you have to understand how advantageous it is for people to keep who have these things to keep saying these things about me, so they can get some sort of unwritten permission, and then tell me I have to pay them. After all the crazy shit happened, you know what I'm saying? After all this crazy shit in San Diego and the thing with the JFK Jr. thing, and yeah. Fucking crazy, man. I'm not going to pay. Not because I'm a badass, but because I know what that where this is going. And um, I'm not fucking with their... I mean, just understand this. If you don't know too much about dealing with organized crime and living amongst them. I live in San Diego, so they're just fucking everywhere. Um, and I don't fucking care. I mean, I understand in, in Mexico, like, there's literally no... Like, kids dream about growing up and joining the cartel. That's a real thing. You don't think that's real... Follow Ed's manifesto on Twitter and Instagram and shit. Um, Ed Calderon, he's literally what the character based from Sicario, the good guy, um, uh, Hispanic operator that was joining the feds, uh, the guy with the MP5. He's he's literally, they based that character literally off of Ed Calderon. He is a fucking badass. The dude is, yeah. But... He gives his commentary. I follow him, and he he gives his insight about it. He and he talks about that how kids grow up in in Mexico dreaming about becoming a member of the cartel. Like it's ingrained in them. It's it's you know what I'm saying. Um, so it's not. It doesn't. What they're doing doesn't seem wrong because you know heuristics. They're they're grown up in it. But I will tell you, if you do deal with organized crime and you're in this program, understand. You might get threatened, but understand if the cartel is fucking with you and you aren't doing two things, if you're not doing two things, if you're not fucking with their money somehow, or you're not garnering them a lot of attention that they don't want. If you're not doing those two things, the guy fucking with you is just a dick. Don't negotiate with terrorists. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie. It says this movie's not available in our area. Some people say this movie has been removed. 
thanks for bringing that to my attention because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes. And, um, it, now this totally makes sense because now YouTube is sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our, um, native channel for the Mesh News Project where we're hosting the film. Um, it says that it is full, it says that it's full of misinformation from COVID, even though I literally took all, all the material from this movie is made from clips I procured off YouTube. So how is this information illegal? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how is this information illegal if I downloaded it all from their platform? I guess they just don't like the order of how I put things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand? Like, how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff, all the stuff that's on my, on this movie is all pulled from YouTube, all YouTube clips. So how is it something that is, well, well, I'll tell you first, it was telling me that I had copyright notice, right? And then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um, not suited for minors. And then I got a takedown notice and in that order, but I, you know what I'm saying? I just went back and started checking some of the, uh, of the podcast platforms and people reporting broken link. They said this movie's not available in my area, etc. So yeah, I'm sorry. So we've had to move the movie to Odyssey, which sucks because it really, you know what I'm saying? It really hurt the debut of this film. Obviously that was most likely on purpose, but so we've had to switch to Odyssey. You don't need an app to use Odyssey. Odyssey is a video sharing platform, but they don't have regulations on what you can post, etc. It's kind of like how Elon has made Twitter. He just free speech. You know what I'm saying? People can say what they want and then you make sense of the information that, you know what I'm saying, you take in. So we're on Odyssey. I've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions. So please refer to that Odyssey link because um, for some reason this information is illegal in YouTube's eyes, even though I pulled it all off of YouTube. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, I appreciate all the support. I love all the comments. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking a while to get back on feedback. I'm still uh, recovering from COVID. But um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update. And now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area. I live in the United States. Like that's, I can't believe that. So yeah, we're on Odyssey now. So go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey. Thanks, you guys. Go ahead and refer to that link in the description. It's in between the two finger-pointing arrow hands. Thanks.